This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? You are listening to The Big Cruise Podcast. Hello and welcome to The Big Cruise Podcast. My name's Chris and I'm traveling solo this week. Uh, As Barry mentioned last week, he is on holidays and he was supposed to be on a houseboat, but things didn't go quite according to plan. Uh, and I'm sure he'll be more than happy to share uh, the dramas with us all uh, when he's back next week. But he is taking a well-earned break, and so it's just me today with uh, an unexpected podcast. I know we said last week uh, that we wouldn't be having a podcast this week, but there are three bits of news that have come across my desk that I thought really can't wait a full week. They're pretty exciting and quite timely, and so I wanted to share those with you as well. Uh, We also have a listener question that's come in from Jim. Uh, Jim's from Los Angeles, and he's asked uh, whether or not the cruise ship's uh, scrapping has stopped. The, 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 the deluge, he's actually said the deluge here, of, uh, of cruise ships that were going to the scrapyards in 2020 and 2021, has that come to an end? Uh, and so thank you so much, Jim, for the question. And it's an interesting topic because there's actually three uh, four, in fact, uh, cruise ships that we haven't really touched on before that have gone to the scrapyard. So I'll cover that off to start this week's uh, episode. So there's uh, the first that I will touch on is the Superstar Libra, which is uh, being broken up in Turkey. There's actually some pretty dramatic images of her floating around the internet at the moment with her bow completely removed. Now, the Superstar Libra, she sailed with Superstar, or with rather with Star Cruises, uh, for a number of years um, out of Asian ports and was quite a popular ship, particularly uh, with the short uh, weekend getaway voyages as well. She started her career with Norwegian Cruise Line and uh, actually operated with NCL for a number of years before being transferred across to Star Cruises. Uh, she was one of the ships in the Star Cruises fleet. Of course, Star Cruises has been, uh, um, you know, decimated with the uh, collapse of its parent company, which we have covered off in a previous um, podcast. And of course, uh, this means that there is no real future for this pretty aged ship now. And so she's made her way off to Turkey. 
Another ship that many people will know and love is the Black Watch. Uh, she was originally built for the uh, Royal Viking Line back in the 1970s. Uh, operated with them for a number of years before uh, they became, uh, or they closed down operations. And in fact, a portion of Royal Viking Cruise Line was sold to Cunard, uh, but that's a, it's a whole other story. Uh, Black Watch herself, she's been with Fred Olsen for uh, many years throughout the 2000s, uh, and uh, she was withdrawn from service during the COVID pandemic. And in fact, initially she was laid up and was preparing uh, what was being looked after as if she was going to go back into service. But of course, with uh, Fred Olsen acquiring uh, the um, former Amsterdam and Rotterdam from um, Holland America Cruise Line and putting them into service as the Bolette and Borealis, they had a surplus of, the, of ships. And so the Black Watch was retired from service. Uh, she was actually sold to become a hotel ship in Turkey, uh, but this didn't come together and she's now being broken up, uh, being recycled and of course uh, will no longer be able to offer any, uh, any passenger uh, voyages. The Morella Dream is another one people have been asking about. Uh, she sailed with Thompson Cruises and then of course uh, later with Morella um, is quite a, a famous ship. She was, she was quite well known. Um, as Westerdam for Holland America Line for a number of years and also sailed for Costa. Uh, she has actually been sold for scrap now and is under um, being broken up in Turkey. And the fourth one uh, is the Star Pisces, which is a little ship that many of you might not know, uh, but she sailed for Star Cruises out of Hong Kong for a number of years, um, is uh, was actually a converted uh, ferry. So um, she had the very square stern there with uh, what looked like a, a car loading door that had been uh, permanently shut at the back of the ship. Uh, and she was uh, was a victim of the of the pandemic and is now uh, being scrapped at Alang in India. So four more ships at the scrapyard. It's not quite as dramatic as it was back when uh, the pandemic was in full swing. Um, you know, we were seeing so many of the big cruise ships from major brands going to the scrapyards at that stage, some of the older ships from the 1980s and 1990s. But these ones here are just uh, uh, four additional ones that uh, that have come to the end of their service life. And of course, for people who have sailed on them, that's a very sad thing. But that is, of course, the, the fate for most passenger ships throughout history. So uh, a little bit of an update. And thanks so much, Jim, for the question. So in uh, we'll take a quick break. And when we get back, I will talk to you about the three pieces of news that I thought was too good to wait. Be sure to share the podcast on your favourite social media channels. Hello, it's me again. Just wanted to thank those of you that have supported us via Buy Me A Coffee. Um, if you're not familiar with that uh, system, it's a little bit like Patreon, where you can support your favourite YouTuber or artist. Um, we use Buy Me A Coffee, which is basically because we love coffee. Um, and in a nutshell, you can donate the cost of a coffee, about four Australian dollars, or multiple coffees if you prefer. Um, and in return, you receive priority access to all of the podcasts. So it doesn't matter where you listen to your podcast. If you support us via Buy Me A Coffee, you'll receive an email every week um, just saying the new podcast is live and available. Here's the link, or listen to it in your favourite podcast. And uh, it gets to you about... 12 to 24 hours before anybody else gets access to it so it's a, a great little bonus there and uh, once again it's about four Aussie dollars um, one coffee multiple coffees you decide but every little donation is greatly appreciated and just a reminder you can find the link uh, to buy me a coffee in the show notes on the website and uh, also via the buy me a coffee app thanks in advance
And welcome back. There are three bits of news from three different cruise areas around the world. One from Australia, one from Great Britain, and one from Europe. Uh, and so these are three pieces of news that I just didn't think would wait an extra week because they're pretty exciting. And if you're in those regions or you love these cruise lines, you probably want to know about it now. So let's start close to home, for me at least, um, with uh, the Coral Princess, which is sailing in Australian waters at the moment. The Coral Princess is a 2,000-passenger Princess cruise line ship. She was the class leader in the Coral class of cruise ships, uh, around about 91,000 tonnes, and as I mentioned, 2,000 passengers. Now, she's the second internationally flagged cruise ship to return to Australian waters following the reintroduction of uh, P&O's Pacific Explorer back in June. Uh, Coral Princess is now sailing in Australian waters as well, and of course, the first ship for Princess Cruises to return uh, to the Australian cruise region. Uh, she has now made her first call back to Port Douglas, which is the first time an internationally flagged cruise ship has pulled in at Port Douglas in two years. This is the first of nine calls that the ship's going to make to the port during her season here in Australia, and that will equate to around about a $4.9 million injection into the port uh, with the benefits, of course, of the cruise ship coming in, reaching far and wide from provisioning to local tourism and, of course, all of the activity that happens around the ship at the port as well. So people in Port Douglas, of course, business owners, uh, tourist market and, uh, and citizens who rely on cruise ship traffic are very, very excited to see the Coral Princess back in Australian waters and calling in at their port. The second piece of news, we're going far from Australia, but uh, for those of you who are in the UK, you'll be uh, familiar with the port of Roiseth in Scotland. I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. I actually mentioned that port name in one of my YouTube videos back in 2020 and was absolutely blasted in the comments for the way I pronounced it. But unfortunately, there was about 15 different versions or phonetic spellings of how, how to pronounce it. So if you do know, uh, you should send in a message to Baz so we can get it right next time. But it's a port that's near um, Edinburgh, uh, on the east coast of Scotland there. Uh, and we're talking about Fred Olsen's Balmoral. Now, she has resumed cruises from Scottish ports. Fred Olsen's first time since the pandemic. In fact, the first time that Fred Olsen has been in a Scottish port as a departure location since 2019. And it's quite fitting that they've chosen Balmoral to undertake uh, this particular voyage because this trip from Scotland up to the Norwegian fjords is being run on the ship that's named after the famous uh, royal estate uh, there in Scotland, Balmoral, which of course Queen Elizabeth II visits quite frequently. Uh, the ship is taking in a number of Norwegian ports, including the fjords, and of course this will be a fantastic voyage for people who live uh, locally, as well as those who uh, don't want to travel all the way south to Southampton or Dover, which are some of the other ports in the UK that are quite popular with Fred Olsen. And finally, we'll head across to Europe, where we're looking at MSC's Bellissima, which is back in European waters for the first time in three years. She's operating cruises out of Valencia, uh, which are taking in seven night voyages that visit Barcelona, Geneva, Naples and Livorno. And these trips are designed to have long port stays, which means that passengers can spend more time ashore and take in the various activities and entertainment that the ports have to offer. Now, for those of you who used to travel uh, regularly in the 1980s and 1990s, you'll probably remember that many cruise lines used to offer overnight stays and long-duration port visits. And in fact, on world cruises, uh, cruise lines also used to sometimes offer multiple days in ports to allow passengers to have 
time to explore the different activities and events in those port cities, quite often cleverly uh, synchronized to match local events. And so with this introduction of this seven-night cruise itinerary with those long port stays, it really does show that MSC is looking at that opportunity for passengers to spend more time in the port and become more immersed in the activities and events that happen in those local locations. So those are the three pieces of news across my desk this week that I just didn't think could wait until Barry's back next week. Uh, and I hope you did enjoy that as well as perhaps not enjoyment, but uh, but found interesting the, the update about the scrapping of the cruise ships, which of course is something that still uh, remains quite topical. And of course, to put it into perspective, scrapping of cruise ships has been around, or scrapping of ships rather, has been around for about as long as ships have been around. So it's not a new phenomenon, uh, but we do uh, hear more about it these days, of course, because of the awareness that was uh, created about ship scrapping back during the pandemic. If you're interested in some video content, I have uploaded my uh, tour of the Pacific Explorer um, from the first voyage back at sea, and that takes you on a bit of a walkthrough of the ship, taking in the various bars, lounges, restaurants, dining venues, uh, and of course the entertainment on board, including that wonderful top deck with all the swimming pools and the Piendo Edge experience, including the water slides. So if you're interested in checking out what the ship's like, and particularly for anyone who traveled on her when she was a Dawn Princess, you might find it interesting to see how the ship has been changed by P&O uh, since she entered P&O service. Uh, so that's on my YouTube channel at youtube.com slash chrisframeofficial. Baz and I will be back next week with a full podcast, and I'm sure he'll be able to regale you with stories of what went wrong on his houseboat journey. Um, but uh, until then, thanks so much for listening, and I hope to see you on board. That's all for today. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Until next time, bon voyage. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.